0: cast out fear. All of us live in the affirmation of others. While we may not admit it, we like to be liked. As a culture, we often give the impression that what people think about us really doesn't matter. And we do it because we like to seem like we're strong and that we have it together all the time until someone doesn't like us or someone says something mean about us or to us. And at that moment, no matter how many people think we're awesome, our mind gets consumed with the one who doesn't like us and the room shrinks down and all of a sudden we focus on that one individual's negativity. Uh, But hear me in the grand scheme of things, the person who doesn't like us or like you does not represent the whole picture. Somebody somewhere thinks you're the cat's meow, the stuff, the whole enchilada, all of that in a bag of chips, if you will. Here's a good place. I think to plug the significance of strong families our home life helps to determine our strength as we face situations that don't favor us. When a child knows they matter and that someone generally cares for their life, they're more likely to grow up better able to cope with adverse situations, whether that be people or environments. To be supported, nurtured, and loved is to be validated as someone of usefulness. And when children aren't validated or supported, they grow up to be adults who feel the same way and then perpetrate those feelings of inadequacy on other people, sometimes to to the point of abuse. They look to social media and other things to feel the emptiness inside. And all of a sudden, the little symbols on social media like thumbs ups or the floating hearts, they, they become that sense of immediate gratification for who and what they need to be validated. Uh, In a word, they help them fill the void of needing to be recognized as as somebody of importance. While it's nice to be liked, the people or the praise of people, they're fickle. They may like you today and hate you today, depending on where you stand on certain subjects. In essence, we've learned to live through the floating symbols of people. And I know you already know it, but I'm going to say it anyway. That's not healthy. Live your life through someone or something uh, who is more consistent and permanent than that. I want—I would ask that you would live your life through the love of God, the one that created you. His love is not fleeting, fickle, flighty, frivolous, or frail. Now try saying that five times without stuttering. It's a mouthful, I know, but it's true nonetheless. The Bible says in First John four seventeen through eighteen, love has been perfected among us in this that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. What we are in Christ Jesus is because love suffered the rigors of the cross and came out victorious. Through his victory, we have the audacity to claim life more abundantly and live in that love. His love was not passive, but active. It makes us bold, courageous, and even confident, not because we deserve it or because we are such a much, but because God loved us that much. We don't live out of our flesh, which is subject to the failings of this world. As believers, we live out of what Christ did for us on the cross. He reconciled us back to God. He brought us to a place of sure-footed, never-changing, everlasting love. So while we are in the world, we are not of this world. We are of and in Christ. In him, we are not only liked, y'all, but loved. Loved not for what we do or what we offer, but for who we are. There's liberation in that thought. There are thumbs ups and heart symbols going off everywhere. They're all around us just because he loved us. So while we may have fears, we do not fear. Jesus loves us. I can't say it enough. See, in that perfect love, fear has no place, even if it's trying to exercise squatters' rights. It may have set down in your mind, in your spirit, as if it belongs. Hear me, it does not. You can put fear out by simply deciding to trust rather than stress, believe rather than fret. The Bible says in Matthew 6, 27, who by worrying can add one cubit to their height. Worrying will get you nothing but stress anxiety, headaches, heartaches, depression, and brokenness. It it adds nothing to your life. I recently saw a man named Andy Lewis walk across a canyon on a tightrope without a safety net or harness. He had put fear out of his mind by deciding to trust in his ability. Now, while I think that's absolutely crazy, it wasn't for him. For him, it amplified life. Andy Lewis decided to trust his ability to walk across a windy canyon and not fall to his death. He put fear in its place because death no longer mattered. For him, living mattered more. When Jesus saved us, according to Hebrews 2, 1415 he destroyed the power of satan to cause us to fear because of death you see our anxiety of not having what we need or leaving this world behind is what makes us fearful the unknown that which we do not understand or know it causes us to doubt and therefore torments our life in that moment we stop living and start dying perfect love cast out fear because it has taken away the power of death i hear paul saying in first corinthians 5:50 50, 15 54 uh death is swallowed up in victory fear no longer reigns because jesus does now living matters more than dying i don't know about you but i thank god for jesus and his perfect love now how's that for pep talk I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of the First Baptist Church of Indian Trail, Marshfield, North Carolina, and you've been listening to Soul Food.